Hey, we were um, meant to start this week a series called Be Rich, but as the announcements came out and as the uh, different things came out and restrictions came out, I just really felt in my heart that that was probably not the right thing to do. And as I prayed about it more and more, and God spoke to me more and more, I got to the place where I was like, yeah, I think God's asking us to say something else this morning. And so yesterday, I finally caved into God's promptings and uh, put together this message that I'm going to speak to you this morning. And the title of the message is Dry Bones. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you through the scripture that it's relevant to. And then I believe that I'm going to be able to pull out of that the things that God wants to say to us this morning. Hey, let me read to you. It's Ezekiel 37, it's verse 1 to 10. It's out of the message paraphrase, and it says this, God grabbed me. God's Spirit took me up and set me down in the middle of an open plain shrewen with bones. He led me around, and among them, a lot of bones. There were bones all over the plain, dry bones, bleached by the sun. He said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, Master God, only you know that. He said to me, prophesy over these bones, dry bones, listen to the message of God. God the master told the dry bones, watch this, I'm bringing the breath of life to you and you will come to life. I'll attach sinews to you, put meat on your bones, cover you with skin and breathe life into you. You will come alive and you'll realize that I am God. I prophesied just as I had been commanded. As I prophesied, there was a sound of rustling. The bones moved and came together bone to bone. I kept watching, sinews formed, the muscles on the bones, then skin stretched over them, but they had no breath in them. And he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, tell the breath. God the master says, come from the four winds, come breath, that where breath means spirit. Breathe on these slain bodies, breathe life. And so I prophesied, just as he had commanded me, the breath entered them and they came alive. They stood up on their feet, a huge army. I I actually think we're living in such incredible times that we're living in right now as we've gone into a second lockdown and just the incredible things that have happened in 2020 around our world, I, I think we are in an interesting season of things that God is doing or that the world is experiencing. And, and the thing that I, first thing that came to mind as I read through the story again was just like, here's Ezekiel in the middle of a valley of dry bones. It's, it's, it's a place that's not filled with any potential. It's, it's not really anything going on that's good in any way, shape, or form in that valley. And, and maybe you're feeling like in this season that there's not a lot of good things that are going on in this season. Maybe you feel like you're in a little bit of a valley of dry bones. Maybe your job has been at risk. Maybe finances aren't doing well. Whatever it may be, you may feel like, man, what good can come out of this situation? What what can actually happen in this? Because I feel like right now that I'm in a dry place. Maybe you're feeling dry on the inside. Maybe it's because you feel like your faith is being tested because of what we're going through. Maybe you feel like that favor of God that you felt 
that God's promised you has never actually realized itself for you. You've not experiencing that. And right now you're in this kind of season where, where you feel like, man, I, I, I need God to do something. It, it doesn't look good and I need God to do something. Well, I believe this morning in this message that as I share this with you, no matter where you are watching this, I believe that God wants to bring a freshness and a faith and a favor to your life today. And I believe there are some key things in this story that's going to help us see that come to pass in our lives. The first thing that I love about this story is the very first couple of words, God grabbed me. God grabbed me. I think that we have to be so careful in the season that we're in that we don't let disappointment grab us or let discouragement grab us or let our anxiety grab us or let our fear grab us or, or let our hurt and our pain and the stuff that's going on grab us. I believe that we're in a season where we have to be careful about what we let grab us, that we need to make sure that it's God that grabs us, that God wants to grab hold of you. I want to say to you today, if you've got some fear, if you've got some anxiety, if you've got some questions about what God is doing or how your future is going to look, can I encourage you today that you'd let God in this season grab hold of you again? I, I found that the blessing of God on my life and the favor of God on my life have come in the times that I've allowed God to grab me, where God has got hold of me, where He's grabbed me, body, soul, and spirit, and has helped me to see the things that He sees. Because the thing is, is that when God grabs hold of you, He usually repositions you. He went on to say that God lifted him up and positioned him, shifted him. You see, when God grabs hold of you, he lifts you and then he shifts you. When God grabs hold of you, he lifts you. Why does he lift you? Because he needs to shift you to a place where you can see things from his perspective. When we're going through difficult times and tough times, what we tend to do is just see what we can see. But God sees the whole picture of our lives. He sees the beginning from the end and the end from the beginning. And God can see the whole thing. And, and I believe that in this season, if we let God grab hold of us, he'll lift us so that we'll be able to see what he sees, that he's going to shift us. God's going to lift him first so that he can see the potential of the valley. But then God places him in the valley. God puts him in the middle of the valley. And the reality is, is that Ezekiel, just like you and I, had to face the reality of what he was seeing. He, he couldn't pretend that it wasn't dry bones. He couldn't pretend that there wasn't difficulties. He couldn't pretend that situations weren't bad. He couldn't pretend that things weren't going on. He had to start with the reality that what he was dealing with in this moment was dry bones. But here's the thing, you and I, have all started from a position of dry bones. We've started from a position of our brokenness. We started from a position of our hurt. We started from a position of our pain. We started from a position of our past. We started from our position of all sorts of things. The reality is, before we found Jesus, we were all dry bones. We were all people that were suffering. You see, nothing, nothing starts as a mighty army Nothing ever becomes a mighty army instantaneously. It usually starts from a position of a valley of dry bones. And every single one of us have started in a place where we were dry. But when God got hold of our lives, 
all of a sudden we became the people that we are today, but we can't see the potential of a dry, dry bone valley moment unless we're honest with our reality. And some of us need to be honest about our current realities, honest about where our marriage is at, what we're doing as a husband and wife. Are we adding or are we subtracting from what God is trying to do? Some of us need to face realities around our businesses and just be honest about where we're at with that. Some of us need to face the current realities around our family and how that looks. Some of us need to face the reality about our dreams and our desires that maybe just don't seem to be coming to pass, that with all of this that is going on, how could anything good come out of this? It might right now look to you like your life or this situation or the season is a valley of dry bones. But I want to encourage you this morning that God can refresh you, God can restore you, and God can release his favor upon your life as we see further in the story. First of all, God grabs hold of Ezekiel. Next, he lifts him and he shifts him. He repositions him. And then he asks him a question. He says to him, can these bones live? I actually love Ezekiel's response to this question of can these bones live? Because I believe it's a response that's full of faith. He says to him, basically he admits to him that he doesn't really know. But I believe that the statement that he makes is a statement of big faith. You might be like, man, how is this a statement of big faith when he says, Master God, only you know? How is that a statement of faith to say, only you know? I have no idea. Surely faith is actually making a statement of saying, yes, yes, this could happen and that could happen. How, how is that a statement of faith, Master God, only you can know? Because I think that this statement declares two things that you and I need to understand is that as he declares this, he's declaring his dependence on God and he's declaring his trust on God. He's saying, God, only you know. You're in control. I trust you. If you say it can happen, it can happen. I'm dependent upon you. I'm not dependent on what I say, but I'm dependent on what you say. The other thing about this that I love is that it's actually okay for you and I not to actually have all the answers to the situations that we're going through. We don't have to have the answers to everything. We don't have to understand everything that is going on. But I want to encourage you in this season that even though you may not have all the answers, even though you may not understand, there's three things that you can do. The first thing is you can trust in the call of God on your life. The Bible says this, that to each and every one of us, he has given us gifts and callings and abilities that God has put us on this earth for such a time as this, that you were born to be alive in this season because it's the right thing for you. Trust in the call of God on your life, that he who has called you to those things will fulfill them. In fact, the Bible says this, that he will finish what he started in you, that you don't have to worry about when it's going to happen if it's going to happen, because it is going to happen. You don't have to worry about that because the Bible says this, that he will make sure that what he started in you, he will finish in you. What he's called you to do, he will equip you to do. What he has said to you, he is going to do. We can trust in the call of God in this season. We can trust 
in the character of God in this season, that God is who he says he is, that he is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He is Jehovah Jireh, your provider. He is the God that heals. He is love. It's not something that he does, it's who he is, that he is full of grace and mercy and goodness and kindness. We can trust in the character of God because we know through all of our lives and through reading the scriptures, we know that God is always faithful, that God always comes through, no matter what the situation looks like, that God will come through. Why? Because the calling of God is without repentance. He doesn't take it back from us. And the character of God can always be trusted. And not only that, it's not only the calling of God and the character of God, but the thing is, is you can trust in the capacity of God, that God is a God that can do all things. Nothing is impossible for him. That God can make a way where there is no way. That God can do things above and beyond our wildest dreams and our thoughts and our imaginations. That we can, in a season where we might feel like we're in a valley of dry bones, where it looks like nothing is going on, we can rely on the call of God, the character of God, and the capacity of God. That God can do what he says he's going to do. And if you have been hurt, or maybe you're hurting right now, or if you have worry, or if you have anxiety, or even some fears right now in this season, you can trust in his call, you can trust in his character, and you can trust in his capacity. Here's the thing, we gotta face the current realities of what we're looking at, but in facing the realities, we can still trust in the call of God, the character of God, and the capacity of God. And the thing that Ezekiel did next is that we must speak what God tells us to speak. So here's Ezekiel. He's been, he's been grabbed by God. He has been lifted and shifted, and he's been put in this valley of dry bones. He's been asked, can these live? Does, is there potential in this valley? His answer is, only you know, God. I'm dependent on you. I'm trusting in you. But the next thing that he does is he understands that he's got to speak what God says. He's got to speak what God tells him to speak. And, and he says to Ezekiel, he says, speak to these dry bones. Speak to these dry bones. If you don't hear anything else this morning and what I'm saying, my prayer is that you'd hear this. He's saying to Ezekiel, and I believe God's saying to us too, that we need to prophesy what we are becoming we need to prophesy what we are becoming. We need to speak God's revelation, not our current situation. That we need to prophesy what it is that we're becoming. We, we may be dry bones right now, or this may be a dry valley moment right now, but we're going to speak and we're going to prophesy and we're going to say what we're becoming. We, we're going to talk his revelation, not our current situation. We're going to start to prophesy what he says. We're going to start to speak what he says, and we're going to allow, uh, we're not going to allow reason to rule us in the season, but we're going to allow the word of God to guide us, to direct us. God places a word in our hearts, and it's our job to proclaim it. The problem is, as soon as we start to proclaim what God has promised us in the season, especially when we're going for a dry bone valley season, the first thing is, is that that, word, that proclamation is tested. 
There's a test that comes. Is this real? Is it going to happen? Are these bones really going to come together? Is muscle really going to form on them? Is it really going to be everything that God said it's going to be? There's a test that happens as we start to proclaim it. But as we persevere, as we persevere through the test, as we persevere because we've got that word of God and we're speaking and we're proclaiming, it, as we persevere, sooner or later, we're going to possess the promise that he has given us. That if we're declaring what he says about a situation and we know that we can trust in the call of God, that we know that we can trust in the character of God, that we know that we can trust in the capacity of God, then we've just got to push through the test, persevere, and then possess the promise because we partner with him. We're not in this alone, that we partner with him. At no stage was Ezekiel having to do this on his own, but God says, you do this, this is, I'll tell you what to do. He's partnering with God. And we, we, as in Ezekiel, speak to the hidden potential, the dry bones. He's saying to him, you speak to the dry bones. You speak to the situation. You speak to the hidden potential of the situation. You do the speaking and I'll do the breathing. You do the proclaiming and I'll do the breathing. You be proclaiming and I'll bring life to that. I'll get on that because you know why? Because God gets on the words. God starts to breathe. In fact, the Bible says this, that he is the word of God. And on the day of Pentecost, it says there was a sound like a mighty rushing wind. The literal translation of that word wind is, it's like the of God. It's the breath of God. And what he's saying is that if you would proclaim, if you would speak what I tell you to speak and you'll proclaim it, then I'll, I'll breathe on it. I'll get my spirit on it. I'll get my stuff all over it. God wants to breathe on the dry bones of your world and of my world. God wants to breathe onto the dry bones of the situation that we're facing. God wants to breathe into the season that we're in right now. And, and, and this is not a season where we're going to take a step back, but it's a season where we're going to stay, take a step forward because the enemy might tell you that you have a valley of dry bones around you, but we see the potential. We see the potential of the moment. We see the potential of the now. We see the hidden potential of the now because we realize that God sees the potential of our now before we have even lived it or before we have even seen it. That, that God is with us. That he has given us everything that we need. In that moment for Ezekiel, Everything that he needed was in that valley of dry bones. It, it may not have looked like what he needed. It may not have seemed what he needed. It may not have been all the things that he had dreamed about of what he needed. But everything that he needed was in that valley of dry bones. Everything that you need for your season, God has placed in you and around you. Everything that you need is there. It may not look like it's what I need. I don't know about you, but if I needed a mighty army and God took me to a valley of dry bones, I'd be like, that's not what I need. <laughs> that's not a mighty army. But here's the thing. We've got to start to prophesy what we're becoming. We've got to start proclaiming his revelation, not speaking about our situation. And as he started to speak what God told him to speak, 
as he started to proclaim, as he started to do that, God started to breathe. And Ezekiel saw those bones coming together. The sinew was growing on it. The muscles were coming on it. And the Bible says that it rose up into a mighty army. What Ezekiel saw take place in front of him was what looked like dry bones turn into the potential of a mighty army. And I want to tell you this morning that maybe you're facing some stuff. Maybe you're seeing th- some things and you're like, man, there's no potential in this. There's no hope in this. I've lost my job or my, my salary's decreased or I'm just not sure how we're going to survive. And it may look like there's no potential in your current situation. I, I want you to seek God. I want you to let God grab a hold of you. I want you to let God lift you and shift you so that you can start to proclaim the very things that he says. And that as he does that, as you align with what he says, I just believe he's going to come and breathe upon your situation. As you speak to the potential, proclaim it, God will breathe on it. I believe that this is the season for you and I that we need to let God grab hold of us. Don't let, don't let your worry, don't let your fears, don't let your disappointments, don't let your discouragement, don't let all those things grab hold of you. Don't let those be the things that grab hold of your life. But let it be God that grabs hold of you. Because here's the thing, he'll lift you up out of that situation, allow you to see it for what it is, and then he'll put you back in it, reposition you, but not reposition you on your own, but reposition you and partnering with him that as we proclaim, as we speak, he starts to breathe upon. We need to partner with him today. We need to proclaim what he is saying. We need to partner with him. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're experiencing. I don't know what is happening in your world right now. But I know this, that God wants to partner with you. And the way that God partners is that he gets you to proclaim so that he can breathe. And I believe today, like I said right at the start of this message, I believe that God wants to refresh you. I believe that God wants to restore you. I believe that God wants to release his favor upon you. I I believe that God wants to anoint people today, that they would be able to proclaim and speak that they'll be able to see God breathe upon their situation. And I know it's a bit different doing church this way when you're online, but I I want you to do me a favor just for a moment. I want you to close your eyes just for a moment, wherever you are, wherever you're watching this. I want you to close your eyes for a moment because I want you to think about what it is about your situation that God wants you to proclaim over it. That, That God wants to breathe upon your world, but... He needs your words. He needs you to speak what He's speaking so that He can breathe upon it. And I don't know what you're going through and I don't know what you're experiencing right now. Not everybody. But I know this. It's not a valley of dry bones that you're facing. There's potential in your valley. There's potential in this season to see God bring about a mighty army in your world. 